Today we're going to talk about trauma, um, physical abuse, mental abuse, growing up with a narcissistic parent or a parent that's bipolar or a parent that just has random issues that have really like fucked you up. Okay, um, I know that was a really shitty intro, but uh, I'll, I'll get to the point. So today, actually what made me want to talk about this on my podcast is that I was writing my journal and I finally addressed some issues um, that have really bothered me since I was a child and I realized a lot. Um, So I guess I'll just talk about my life growing up. Um, As a young child, I never really received any love or attention. I would in like different ways, but it was a really like fucked up version of like what the average like healthy child would receive like I never really was like praised I was always kind of just like put down neglected and I was honestly like like not afraid but like I guess I was I was living in fear like constantly like I never really felt like safe but like it was very chaotic um it was a very chaotic upbringing and it made me realize like oh you know, and I didn't even realize I wasn't normal until I got, until I was about in middle school, and then it really started fucking me up, because, you know, as any child in, um, more difficult circumstances might realize, and it's even harder when, um, the family appears normal, like, when everything appears normal on the outside, it's, it's way harder to actually, like, understand what's going on with the child, and so, Like, I don't blame, like, other individuals for not coming up to me and and trying to talk to me or, like, ask me what's going on because they had no idea what was really happening in the family because things are really, like, hidden secrets. And and, um, when I was little, I was never really taught that I was allowed to have a voice. I was always taught that, you know, other emotions and opinions of other, um, I guess I would say the parent, the parent's opinions, uh, emotions, feelings, whatever is always first. The child is always, doesn't matter. And so like when your feelings and emotions are dismissed over and over and over when you're little, you kind of learn like you're not allowed to have your own identity and like you're not allowed to be who you want to be. So you grow up kind of like almost picking and choosing friends and and significant others and like random people that kind of like have a very strong personality and you kind of cling to it and you kind of like kind of feed off of their energy like but you're not able to really be who you are supposed to be if that makes sense like you're not able to be confident in yourself because you never were taught who you really are um and so that's kind of like what I grew up to do I would always pick friends and you know just whoever was in my life every single stage throughout my life um had a very strong personality some people were good for me some people were not um most of the time I picked a lot of people that weren't a lot of people that would hurt me and and put themselves over and and kind of like make up all these like assumptions towards me and then I would kind of like almost not I guess I would praise them like I I just cared so much about them and what they were thinking and about their emotions I never really put mine first 
and um, it happened a lot, especially at the beginning, the first two years of high school, like, uh, I did a lot of that, Um, and I just cared so much about my friends, so much, like, more than the average person, I just cared so much about my friends, but I didn't know why, I cared so much what was going on in their lives, and I just felt like they never felt the same way towards me and like I did I do have good friends I do have friends that did care about me the same but the people that really hurt me were the ones that did not give two fucks about what I had to say or who I was and they kind of just pinned everything on me and um I don't know I just I never felt seen ever my whole life, I never felt seen by anyone. I always felt like there was always some fake assumption about me. And, like, I felt like the people who were trying to understand me, like, even if the side of me that I was projecting to them, like, they, I feel like they never even, like, saw through. Like, I don't know if, how to explain this. I feel like the people who knew me best didn't even know me because I didn't know myself at the end of the day and I was spending so much time trying to piece all the people around me back together that were falling apart that I didn't have the ability to piece myself back together I didn't even know that I was this broken like I had no idea um and I was afraid to be alone I constantly needed to tell people my problems people who weren't trustworthy I constantly relied on people um, to give me love and affection, it was just awful. When at the very end of the day, the most important lesson was that I needed to learn how to give myself love unconditionally for the good and the bad, everything. I needed to take care of myself because at the end of the day, every single person should be taking care of themselves so they can help other people. But because I was never taught how to care for myself or how to even express my emotions when I was little, I wasn't able to do this. So in fact, I was draining people around me by putting all these broken pieces of everyone else on them. Because when I would have a conversation with someone, it wouldn't be me. It would be all these different energies that are affecting me. It wasn't the true, real me. Um, I think the most important thing I learned kind of this like year, I would say this year and last year, is no matter what it is, even if it's the hardest fucking thing in the world, confrontation is so important. Confronting people about how you feel towards a situation, even, in, even though it might hurt their feelings, is so healthy. Because guess what? This other person, whether they agree or not, they're going to know actually how you feel. They're going to understand what's going on inside your head. They're not going to make these assumptions about you. So the first thing I would say, recovering. So specifically today, I guess we'll target like people pleasing and kids that kind of grew up being the parent, if that makes sense. Like parenting someone else. Um... And kids that have had their feelings and emotions and needs completely neglected. That, that's, that's what I'm going to talk about today. And, like, things I've learned. I'm not a professional. 
I don't have my psychology degree yet, so I don't really, like, have facts. I'm just kind of going based off of, like, my experience and what has helped me, like, get through life a little bit less difficultly, if that that makes any sense. Um, So the first thing is people-pleasing. Communicate your feelings so you can have an honest relationship because if you don't have an honest relationship then what the fuck even is your relationship you shouldn't have one at all you can't be honest with the other person even if they handle it badly if they truly truly care about you they're gonna like think about how what they've been doing that you said that bothered them has been affecting you that's empathy just like if they tell you if they tell you what's bothering them and you process it and go, oh shit, I fucked up or, oh, this is like bothering me. Even if it's like a peaceful communication, like even if you guys are close and you guys are just separating, you guys are just growing apart, you still communicate like what's wrong and there's a mutual respect, then it's okay. But like if a person just fucking dismisses your shit and says, well, you did this and this and this, then they're just kind of attacking you. Like, if they if they completely, like, disregard what you say, like, you sit them down in a room and you talk to them and you say, like, this is bothering me, this is bothering me, and they completely disregard it. Don't even, like, acknowledge what you said and then say, well, you did this and this and this. And they don't have any empathy, and you can, you can usually see it in someone's eyes. Like, that's the number one, like, teller. Like, if you look at someone in the eyes, you can almost, like, feel... Like, whether they actually give a fuck about you or not. I, I don't know if that's just me, but um, the eyes are always very telling. But um, if they care about you, they will make an effort to communicate with you, too. What is bothering them. But if they, like, flip it around and they don't acknowledge what they did and they just, like... It, it's gaslighting. Gaslighting is, like, the hardest thing to really recover from and, like, pick apart. Especially if you've been, like fucking gaslit from day one it's really rough it's a really rough road to come back from because it's like it's so painful honestly because you you don't know who to trust you can't even like trust yourself almost because you uh excuse me um but today i was on the phone with my cousin and she was kind of like depicting gaslighting and she basically said like what she tells her daughter is if you see a tree you see a tree outside your window and someone sitting next to you says, oh, that's not a tree. That's like a, that's a, a pool. And you clearly see a tree and they're telling you there's a pool out there. Obviously there's no pool. It's just a tree. But because they're trying to convince you there, there's a pool, they're gaslighting you. Like that's, and basically what she said is like never ever ever believe them if you see a tree and you know it's a tree then then stick with it don't ever listen to them because when you start questioning yourself is that a pool or a tree that's when you start going insane and that's when you start doubting yourself and that's when you lose your intuition and that's when you lose sense of who you are and that's like the worst situation to be in because you're letting someone else have the power to manipulate your own head you're letting someone else into your mind which is so harmful it's so harmful people don't even realize like there's there's hope like when you've been gaslit your whole life there is there's hope there really is 
there's so much hope. You can find people that really do resonate with you and you can fix yourself. You can, but you, the number one thing that I've also learned is you can't like really rely on anyone else to fix yourself because that's not their problem. That's not their fucking problem. That's not their issue um, because they're fixing themselves. You can't fix anyone else and they can't fix you. There's no like double fixing. You can help someone out of a hole, but you can't become them and climb out of the hole yourself. So like, it's the same like concept. Like you can't fix someone. They have to learn to fix themselves and you can give, you can help give them the tools. Like, hey, maybe you should do like shadow work or maybe here's a really cool like meditation thing I learned or like whatever the the fuck, something. Like, hey, you should go on a vacation, (laughs) take a break. Like there's so many things, but you can't go in someone's mind and convince them what the right thing is to do because at the end of the day it's not your place because they might think the right thing is something else you just have to let them decide what's best for themselves and that's such a hard concept to grasp it's such a hard pill to swallow especially when you see someone who's addicted or who has who's so mentally ill that they can't comprehend that they're being abused right and it, it hurts it hurts when it's family too it really sucks. It sucks to see the people that you love most really getting hurt. And they really, really don't deserve it. But there's nothing you can do to save them. They are in that position and they have to help themselves. And, and that's the first thing you need to like comprehend. You have to take ownership for not being able to, to fix everything. You just have to accept it. So, (laughs) I mean, it's so hard to, like, actually comprehend that. But once you are able to, it can really help you. Um, The next thing is... uh, Oh, God, I'm all over the place. But um, I'm just kind of, like, reading off of my diary. And it's kind of, like, scattered. So I guess this podcast is extremely scattered. But, I mean, if it can help anyone that would be cool just kind of like the deepest depths of my mind so you know um I'm definitely gonna talk a lot more about like this topic but this is kind of just like an introduction a little bit I guess you could say (laughs) um but yeah so communicating your feelings is important um learning to depict when someone is gaslighting you kind of using that tool is it a pool or is it a tree um what are they trying to convince me and another thing you have to realize oh god i learned this in philosophy every single person has a completely different perception based off of like how they were raised you can argue with anything you can argue whether someone i mean but when it comes down to it it's really just like the basic moral precepts of life like is it wrong to kill yes it is wrong to kill is it wrong to gaslight yes it is if you know you are hurting someone and you are doing it it is wrong so even if someone's arguing fucking circles around you at the end of the day if they know that they're in the wrong and they keep doing it that is harmful that is hurting you for no apparent reason but maybe they're just projecting their shit on you which at the end of the day is not your issue it really isn't your problem but you just have to do your best to like avoid succumbing to their little games because mind games oh oh here's another one here is another one 
Okay, so this was a very specific phrase that was said to me over and over and over, and I just felt it super ironic because recently, like, I actually comprehended, like, the story behind it. Okay, so when I was little, a specific parent would tell me, oh, blah, 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 is playing mind games with you. Mind games, mind games, mind games. Say it over and over and over and over and over. And it almost, like, put everybody else in the wrong except for that parent. So then I was, like, because I was so young when this began, I believe that every other person and every other individual in my life was playing mind games on me except for this person who was saying it. But at the end of the day, this person who was saying it was the one playing mind games on me. So most of the time, if there's a a manipulative, God, why can't I pronounce that? Manipulative person who is saying blah, blah, blah is doing this, most of the time they're telling you what they do. Because if someone is afraid that the whole world's out to get them, like some some of the time, they're doing the same thing. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I don't know. It's just something to think about. Like, I, I just, my mind is like such a complex, like web of just confusion. It's like, I'm slowly like unfolding every single thing that happened so I can remember my true memories like I'm kind of like going through like the past couple years I've been going through my mind and kind of like dusting off like all the things that like don't never resonated with me like I have to go back and like retrace my steps basically and remove all the information that was said to me that wasn't my personal experience um it's a really hard thing to do but I guess it's like called like shadow work sort of Like, I guess shadow work is more like figuring out like the darkest parts of you and then accepting it. I don't know, but, but this is kind of what I'm doing. I'm just like trying to like figure out who I am as a person. Um, anyways, uh, I think that's super important for people who have been victims of mass manipulation. They should definitely try to try their best to retrace their steps and try to remember their true experiences for what they were and try to erase all that was said even though I know that's like almost impossible that's a really hard thing to fucking do but it's super important because that helps you find your authenticity like it helps you find like remember and it helps you trace back to when your intuition kicked in because intuition kicks in when you're a baby like Every single person is just born with intuition. But like using it is hard when when that aspect of you has been completely shut off by external like forces. So figuring out how to go back and trace your steps and remember when your intuition was working since you were little, like oh my god, it's so helpful. It's so helpful. But um Okay, conclusion of this podcast. Um, basically, nobody else can heal your wounds. Like, um, wounds are wounds. And the only way to actually heal really awful things that have happened to you is by, like, accepting. 
accepting that it happened and accepting that you can't do anything to go back and rewrite it or change it and maybe even like adding in the twists like a more positive side like maybe these happen these things happen to you for a reason regardless like they still happened you can't change it so just accepting it letting it go and forgiving yourself because you aren't in the wrong you were just a child and children don't know better children are just like taught what is happening around them if you grow up seeing these awful horrible relationships addictions you know abuse whatever the fuck then you think that's normal and it's not your fault to think that it's normal because it's not and it's those people who put it on you it's their fault forgiving them because they were just doing what they were taught and just goes up the fucking line like Family trauma is passed down and down and down and down. Addiction is so easy. Alcoholism is so easy to pass down. So easy. And it runs in almost every single family. And it can really hurt families. And, you know, and it can cause, like, personality disorders in their children. And then, you know, it just, it's an endless cycle. But learning what it is that you're suffering from trying to find out where it came from, piecing it together slowly, because it's not an easy transition. It's, it's a very long, challenging, awful thing to, to realize. Tracing it back through your family, figuring out where all of this shit really started, forgiving your family, forgiving yourself. Forgiveness doesn't mean you have to have a relationship with someone. It just means that you are aware that it happened and that you can't change it. Um, And then loving yourself. Finding self-love. Learning how to be in peace with being alone. Because most of the time, kids who grew up in really chaotic cycles bring those chaotic cycles into their future. They bring them into the present, which is such an unfortunate circumstance. Like... It's so sad that people do that. I've done that. I did that all throughout high school. (laughs) Um, But, you know, you can't. You just can't do that. You have to learn how to love yourself and forgive that little baby version of yourself that is hurting and do the things that you did when you were a child that made you feel free because that's also going to help. Anyways, oh god, I ranted so much. Um, the other podcasts are not gonna be like this scattered and messy. I just like needed to get my thoughts out um, and put them all kind of in one place. Cause like writing is just like so much work. <laughs> it really is, and it's hard to write like five million different things when your, you know, attention is all over the place. But anyways, um, thank you so much to whoever is listening. I hope this like somewhat helped someone. Um, but I'm definitely gonna go into this topic a lot more and be a lot more specific um in the future with my points okay thank you so much